This episode of Juice Guru Radio is brought to you by TriBest, making healthy living easy. Welcome. Welcome to Juice Guru Radio. Discover what the magic and power of juicing can do for you. And now, your host, best-selling author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Juice Fasting, Steve Prusak. Well, we're excited. We've got Danielle Sade here. She's the founder of Healing Fragrances School of Aromatherapy and the author of the Aromatherapy Beauty Guide. So get yourself some water, tea, or juice. We'll be back right after this with Danielle Sade. Did you know you can make a great living in the hottest new business trend today? The Juice Guru Certification Program is the world's first online course to give you the knowledge and marketing skills to excel as a juicing coach and start making money in no time. Find out more at juicecoachtraining.com. Well, I'm really excited to be back with you. We've got Danny Sade here. And I, like I said before, she's the founder of the Healing Frequences School of Aromatherapy. Uh, over 30 years experience teaching, practicing, researching plant-based medicine and aromatherapy internationally. And we're going to hear all about her journey to this and what we can learn about the healing uh properties of essential oils and how we can incorporate it into our natural personal care products. Let's look at the show right now, uh, Danielle Sade. Well, thank you for having us, uh, having me here. And it's, uh, it's actually quite um, interesting as well, because I, when you asked me about my journey, I actually started my journey through plant-based medicine and nutrition. And it led me to wanting to know a little bit more about the plant, uh, plant kingdom. And so I went on to discovering more uh, on herbology. And then it led me to this wonderful topic of aromatherapy and essential oils. Oh, okay. So it actually started with a message from the plants right to you in a way. Well, yeah, yeah, I guess it, 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 you could say that, but it, it started, the nutritional aspect started is because I wasn't, you know, I had, um, uh, I had psoriasis when I, at a very young age, most of my adult life, and um, that led me, allopathic medicine did not really seem to help me, and because it is a chronic skin um, condition, and I needed to find some another way of, you know, helping myself and to live with this. And so I went into plant-based medicine and um, moved into that and studied everything I could about what I'm putting into my body as nutrients and decided to eliminate anything that isn't going to do anything for me. I don't want it inside of me. But then it, there was even um, more of another aspect in the healing process is I recognized I was feeding myself properly. I was trying to do all the right things, but there was one thing I didn't do. I didn't take care of my emotional health and well-being. And at, during that time, the component that I integrated, which was a very important part of the healing process was how to relax the mind and the body at the same time and while I'm putting nutrients into my body as well. So um, I did discover essential oils uh, during that time and it was an aha moment. And from then on, it became my life, my journey, my passion and everything. It's interesting. I mean, so many gifts come from the plants, obviously. And when we think about you know, the nourishment and we're, we hear, here we talk about the juices and getting some of that 
the blood of the plant almost into our body to heal so many gifts. So I love the idea of aromatherapy and, and I'm like your target audience because you know, I've got my lavender oil. I love to help me relax or I've got some spearmint when I have a headache and I put it on and, but I don't understand why it works. I love it. I'm so attracted to it, but there's so much wisdom to be gained through aromatherapy. So I'm excited to really dive deep into what you've learned, how we can heal with it and how to integrate it into our lives more. Mm-hmm. Well, it works on many levels. Well, first of all, it works through the olfactory system, and the olfactory system is very closely related to the the limbic system, the hypothalamus. And what it does is that there are some essential oils that basically can calm you and relax you because of their aroma. But they also have sedating and relaxing therapeutic properties as well and that as we inhale it we're also moving it into our respiratory system and it's going into our lungs then into our bloodstream and then and when we use it topically there's about a 10 percent chance that some chemical components can actually absorb into and through the into the skin as well so it works on many levels it works i i i i I call it a three-dimensional healing process is that if you do have something going on in your body is that when you inhale the aroma it basically calms you relaxes you it relaxes you and then it actually works on a physical level as well like if there's a wound or if there's um uh, a, a cut a burn or so forth. It's interesting because you think of it, you know, I think of olfactory and, and smelling and I, I never think of it. Yeah, it actually becomes part of us though, doesn't it? It becomes, it basically changes every, your perception. It actually changes your perception of things. So think about it when you're walking into a room and you smell, you smell something pleasant. What does your body feel? What, what do you do when you walk into a room and you smell something pleasant? You have this like, ah, this smells amazing. And then what happens when you're not smelling something pleasant and it might be something aggressive, you actually move into a state of survival and into a fight and flight state. So in when we're using essential oils, most of the oils will trigger a state of rest and digest and relaxation and calmness and peacefulness if you're using it properly if you're using it in the right dilutions because if you use too much of it it can actually aggravate the nervous system as well oh that's interesting to know so we there is a a lot to be gained through this not just okay put some drops of lemon in the aromatherapy diffuser but there's an actual proportion of of how much we would want in there diluted with the solution and that kind of thing Oh, absolutely. Yes. That's, this is a very important aspect of using essential oils is that dilutions play a major role in, um, in, in its therapy as well. And we're always most, there's a consensus that less is more as well, is that when you use a small amount for short periods of time, it's more effective than when you're using a large amount for long periods of time. It actually can actually have adverse effects. There's a therapeutic window that we're talking about. We're talking about a therapeutic window. So therefore, when you're using essential oils, it has to be, it has to be very subtly and um, 
to gain the sense of calmness, relaxation. And then there's also another aspect of therapy is when you want it to go into more of um, the antimicrobial aspects of it, then you might need to raise the dilutions in order for it to work effectively. But, and you need to be very cautious on how high you raise it so it doesn't have any form of adverse effects as well. So training and education in place is, is a big thing in aromatherapy. It's very important for somebody to understand each oil they're using, even lavender that is so commonly used. I, yeah, because being that I don't know much about it, there's an acclimation I find when I'm using lavender oil on my pillow, like I'm needing more and more and more to get benefit. Is that something normal? Like, I don't know if that was just me, but I was like, all right, I started with like five drops. Then I was up to like 15 drops and I just wanted more and more. Is that some sort of addictive personality or is, do you get no. and need more no. to get you into the state you want to go? You start, I just start craving it more. Uh, well, maybe because you've you basically recognized what it can do for you, but actually, if you put more lavender, like where lavender essentially is a calming and relaxing essential oil, when you use it at a low dilution. However, when you use it at a higher dilution, it becomes a stimulant. All the oils become a stimulant because it aggravates the olfactory system. There's also an olfactory exhaustion if you use too much of the essential oils. So we need to be very careful. And we also need to be careful that, you know, over diffusing, like sometimes you walk into places where there's diffusers going on all day long and that actually is polluting the air. A diffuser shouldn't be going on all day long, maximum a half an hour or 15 minutes for therapy. And that's it because they... Uh, while while they're being diffused, they actually their molecular structure changes. It integrates with ozone and creates a formaldehyde or a peroxide in the air. So we don't want that. We want the therapy, and that's it. And so less is more. <laughs> less you know, is well, more. You don't know until you find out. Wow, I didn't know it went this deep. That's and then I'm, now I'm like, no wonder I've been doing it all wrong. I even have like an aromatherapy thing uh, distiller for my car, where I was putting some lemon <laughs> in and putting it in the the lighter, and mm-hmm. I'm probably doing it completely wrong. Just going through orange scent or lemon scent or mm-hmm. lavender scent, not really even knowing what scent is for what. And so maybe we can talk about some of the sense that you like to include and in, i mean obviously medicinally we have to figure out what best proportion i didn't realize it went this deep which is really interesting though mm-hmm. i just want to just put a, a message here is that aromatherapy is not an entertainment this is the thing a lot of people yeah. it has become very trendy and very much so like an entertainment creating an ambiance and creating sort of this thing it's more of a therapy And when we use it as a therapy, it's very effective. When we don't and we overuse it, it actually has adverse effects. That's a very important point I want to get across. And the same thing that goes with the skincare as well. When when we're making skincare, less is better, especially for the skin. Especially for the skin. So it's interesting. I mean, I would use it in ways like, well, it's better than Glade or any of that other garbage. Oh, that, absolutely, you know, yes. I, I was like, well, here's a natural way or any of those other car scent things that you would hang in your car to that are just poisonous chemicals. I thought aromatherapy using these natural scents would be a good substitution, but it turns out 
you know, you really have to know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You don't need a substitution, though, um, Steve, is that we actually, you know what, how, I don't use a diffuser in my home only when I need it, if there's a cold or a flu, or if I feel like my, uh, you know, I need to get some sleep or something like that, I will, uh, I will use the diffuser, uh, or, and I usually take a bath. But there's other ways to utilize a healthy, uh, to create a healthy environment with essential oils is maybe cleaning with essential oils. We don't need these fragrances continuously in our homes. This is um, a lot of people have that illusion that they need this fragrance in their home. The best fragrance is opening up the window and having fresh air. And um, so, so, uh, and in your car as well, it's just cleaning, wiping down your car with a little bit of lavender and a little bit of water and soap. And so that will create a car that basically is pleasant to drive in as well. Because when you're diffusing it in your car, it oxidizes as well. Interesting. And also I found in the car it was the same kind of thing. It was like after a while I couldn't even really notice that anything was there anymore. Where I first started using it, it was like, wow, this is great. And then I was needing to put more and more drops into the distiller to get more of a scent in there because I felt like I was acclimated. I felt like I don't notice this great smell anymore. Are you talking about on a regular, like while you're driving or just when you walk into the car? Well, I just, my car had a, it had a stale smell to it. So I was trying to, you know, freshen it up with the, with the lead. I was using orange for the uh, lavender. Okay. So orange uh, central enough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So orange would evaporate very quickly. It's in a functional group that it will evaporate very quickly. It's constituent. It's very volatile. It wouldn't be the exact, it wouldn't be the first oil I would use in a in an, in an area to base, um, that that you want the scent to linger. But what you can do to capture that smell and to get rid of the smell is take a little bit of baking powder, baking soda, and a few drops of lavender and put it into a paper bag and leave it open there. And you will have that scent evaporating into the car and it will evaporate naturally as well. That's and, then that, and that will deodorize the car on many levels. The other way, it was like a, a piece of gum that loses its flavor in two minutes. That's, that's what it kind of seems like with, mm-hmm. with when we're playing with this uh, medicine. Yep. Yeah. So, um, great. So, let's talk a little about what led to, you know, you're living your passion, doing your work, and get the book, and you've got the certification program, all these amazing things. Uh, we've got some people that are certified juice therapists that are on the path of living their passion. What's What made you uh, decide to go into this and, and live your life spreading this message? Well, it was... Um as I said, it started off with my own personal journey and then it became, an, I evolved into wanting to know more, into doing research. Uh, the whole, like my educational programs are all research-based, uh, evidence-based materials and to make, um, and to give the student and any, and the student information that was solid and wasn't something that was at the time I'm, at the time it was new age. Okay. Where now is like, we're, it's very important to for people to understand the science behind the essential oils and how it is so effective as a therapy. So I, I moved it from a school 
um, from my research and into a school and educating um, many therapists to become a certified aromatherapist. And here in Canada, um, recognized by the Canadian Federation of Aromatherapists as well. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And so, because um, obviously there's not a lot of information out there. I mean, as much as I thought I knew, I obviously don't talk to you, I realized I knew nothing about aromatherapy or the power of it or, or what you teach also, how to use it in our natural uh, personal care products, which we're also interesting to hear a little about, mm-hmm. about actually what you've learned about using these oils in that capacity. Yeah, so that's a, the second part. That's another dimension in my career as well is because I was using it for therapy, I actually started using it in my personal care products and my family's personal care part, products with my children, my husband, and so forth. And um, and using your essential oils, and not only it's not only the essential oils, it's also the base oils, the carrier oils, the fixed oils that have essential fatty acids in that in them is that they basically help me eliminate any eliminate toxins that I don't want in my life. So everybody needs personal care products from moisturizers, body lotions, soaps, soaps and shampoos. And we want that um we want to be free of any form of synthetic chemicals. So uh we decided to create personal care products and that's where the book comes in as well and um live in a way where you're actually self-sustaining and um i have not bought a personal care product for maybe 25 years i make everything myself and the book's got the guidelines it's the aromatherapy beauty guide right you've got You've got pretty much the roadmaps to creating almost any personal care product in there? Well, yes. Most of the personal care uh, products, such as your body lotions, your body oils, um, your um, moisturizers, your your scrubs, and I forgot. There's so many. There's over 101 recipes in the book. It's a beautiful book. We've got a copy here, and it's Mm -hmm. phenomenal. Uh, Where where do you say is a good starting point for those that want to dive deeper, learn more about this? And we'd love for you to share your website so that, you know, Mm -hmm. our our friends and family could have a look at everything you're doing. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, are you talking about where, where you can find this information? Or are you talking about where would you want to... To get started with you, to learn more about all of this. Oh, we have like a, a, a info at healingfragrances.net. It's um, the school's website, and you can get a hold of me. We have certification programs. We have also creams and lotions programs. We have one in, coming up in uh, perfume making, a natural perfume making program which is is not the science it's actually the art of uh, the art of aromatherapy as well awesome and we'll put a link to that under the show notes at juicegrewradio.com for those that want to have a look danielle that's great um and i guess the i'm so many i know we we have almost we have so much time only so much time left but um what, can you speak to some of the benefits as to going down this road, learning more about this, and how it would change our lives if we start to use our own natural care products and aromatherapy, essential oils along with that? 
Well, first of all, once again, I just said it was self-sustaining. I basically rely on myself. I, you know, just like you know how to make a, um, uh, uh, a juice, I know how to make a cream. And I just make one, a cream for, okay, I need a moisturizer. So I make a cream. And not to mention, and I know what I'm putting in there. I know what I'm using. Uh, and, um, and then, and not to mention, economically speaking, Cosmetics are very expensive. Personal care products are very expensive. Like we can make a batch of lip balms. Like there are recipes in the books for lip balms. Like I make a batch of lip balms 30 at a time. So with that being said, is even that, like, and I have to give them away. Sometimes I have so much, I have to give them away. But for your family and, and um, friends, or and if you want to go into market, that's a different story. But it... it um, it basically goes on to a, it's the starting point. If you even want to go commercial, let's say is understanding the book is giving you a starting point. If you, even if you want to go commercial in, in this field as well. And so the benefits, so with that being said, the benefits of using the essential oils is also, you know, that you're using something that is non-synthetic and actually is going to address the, physical body and your skin the made uh the largest organ in the body and also while you're using it it also has um an effect on the nervous system as well and it will calm you down and relax you so when i wake up in the morning and i create a serum i have a serum that i use on my face i don't just put on a serum just to moisturize my face i need that mindfulness i need that moment to calm and relax and um, I take the time to breathe with it as well. Do you find it's time-consuming to have to create your own product? Some people might say, I don't have the time for all that. Maybe it's easier for me to just go to the health store and get some sort of natural cream. No, it actually is not time-consuming. The only thing you need to do is dedicate a space for it. Like, you can't make a cream if you're creating a juice at the same counter. Okay. There's no way you can do that. You got to be really careful with the preservatives. You really got to be careful with, um, you know, good manufacturing practices as well. You know, we, you can have a whole section in your house just dedicated to making your creams, just like you have a section, like a kitchen, you'll have a section to create a cream and a lotion and your personal care products. That's how I live. Okay, so this is my. So you're, you're talking about yeah. That's like one of the first steps. That's a great first step of to create a space to do this. Then you're. It's kind of like putting that juicer out on the counter. We know we're going to juice. It's there. We're reminded that's our space. But it's mm-hmm. just just specifically for this. That's right. You create a space for this, and you um, have all the utensils dedicated for this as well. And um, you you just and then you make your products. And it's, it's actually, um, it's a choice a person makes. It's a choice that you dedicate yourself to by learning about it because you need knowledge. Knowledge is the most important tool by doing anything, even juicing. Knowledge is very important. And so, and when you're learning how to make a cream or a, a lotion or a personal care product, you need to understand it, understand what you're using what the fundamental concepts are, and then you you become uh, self-sustaining with it as well. And um, it's a lifestyle choice. It truly is a lifestyle choice. And it's also um, environmentally friendly as well. 
because when you're making your own products, you're not using so many, you know, like you're not using packaging, so much packaging and, and a lot of waste in, in the personal care products come uh, with as well. And, and for the, I mean, it could be cruelty free too, which people can realize they didn't, you don't have to have your products tested on animals. You can create your own. It, yes. If you're doing it, yes. And most, uh, most cosmetic companies um, are really aware of the cruelty free, but it, once again, testing is a different story completely. Testing is a completely different story. If you are going to create a product for professional commercial use, it does need to be tested. Okay. Are you doing a commercial line too? I do some commercial lines on private labels and, um, yeah. But once again, you can basically make your own and do, do it on your, on your own. Lots of fun. Well, Danielle, anything else we didn't touch on during the interview here that you wanted to share with our audience and those interested in in, uh, this awesome arena that you're working in? Well, I can give you a little example of a product you can make on your own that is um, actually... is, is something that is is basically it has a long shelf life and it's not not so complicated is we can make an apricot kernel serum facial serum okay and it's easy it's just like you can you can use 25 mils of apricot kernel which is um, a beautiful very gentle emollient and adding a five mil rosehip oil and you can one drop of rose oil and then you have a beautiful facial serum that you can use twice a day and it's it's that simple easy as that and you know what do you think of those i've seen those new uh, aromatherapy inhalers what do you think of those oh they're excellent they're very good they're very good for people who experience stress and anxiety and they're like an anchor i call them the anchor like when somebody has um palpitations or feeling anxious about um something that they're about to do is you taking out that inhaler and inhaling uh one one minute or two minutes and just taking a nice breath with the essential oil that was formulated for that individual it's wonderful. And then once again, it's really good if there's colds and flus is that you have oils such as Ravenzara, Kajaput, um, eucalyptus that you will inhale your decongestants. And it's the S-A-D-E was the last name. And the name of the book again is the Aromatherapy Beauty Guide. And that book is available on Amazon bookstores worldwide. Worldwide. Isn't that right, Danielle? Yes, it is. Awesome. Danielle, thank you so much for being on the show and sharing the wisdom, the generous work you're doing. It's really phenomenal. Well, you're welcome. It was a pleasure. Thank you. I'm Steve Prusak, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Juice Guru Radio. Find out more about us at juicegururadio.com. Until next time, get your juice on.